T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. College football final, another Saturday. Here at News Talk, E3LWCCO, a ton of big games around the area. Three teams trying to keep their playoff hopes alive at the Division II level. Uh, let's start with the Northern Sun scoreboard. Augustana, good shot, potentially a home game. They beat Southwest Minnesota State in Sioux Falls 55-0. Bemidji State in a snowstorm beat Mary 62-40. UMD beat Northern State 49-35. Uh, the Bulldogs should get there. Other scores in the Northern Sun. Wayne State beat MSU Moore ahead 24-21. Minot State beat Concordia St. Paul uh, in Minot 28-20. Sioux Falls doubles up Upper Iowa 42-21. And a tough year. Minnesota State falls on the road at Winona State, 18-16. So a uh, rare down year uh, for the Mavericks. Let's get over to the MIAC Championship Saturday. St. John's at Bethel today. Bethel got off to a quick start, but the Johnnies rally with the story. Tim Beasley and uh, Tim, quite a football game today in Arden Hills. Yeah, Steve, it, it was just an incredibly exciting game in Arden Hills today. And the Bethel Royals scored on their first offensive play of the game and led all the way until the literal final second when St. John's completed a fourth quarter comeback with a three-yard touchdown pass from St. Cloud's Chris Backus to Woodbury's Alex Larson. Uh, the fourth quarter had all kinds of back-and-forth dramatic action, but the game started with Bethel jumping out to a 14-0 lead in the first quarter on a pair of big pass plays. And St. John scored their first touchdown early in the second quarter in what turned out to be the difference in the game with a poor snap uh, that caused the Johnny's holder to scramble, and he was able to run it in around the edge for an unplanned two-point conversion. So Bethel added another touchdown pass with just under a minute left in the first half to go up 21-8 to heading into halftime. Uh, Bethel quarterback Jaron Rossi out of Alexandria connected with three different freshman receivers on the three first-half touchdown passes. The third quarter saw St. John start strong, cutting into the Bethel lead midway through the third quarter and slowing the Bethel offense down. With three minutes remaining in the third, Bethel's Jacob Holman out of Spicer, Minnesota, blocked a punt, and the Royals returned it for a touchdown to go up 28-15. to uh, The Johnnies, though, they were able to score on their next possession to get back to 28-22 to early in the fourth quarter. And from there, the Royals stopped SJU on fourth down two different times, including once inside the 10-yard line as the snow really started to come down. But the Bethel offense was unable to run out the clock, and the Johnnies got one more crack. Two minutes remaining, no timeouts, 71 yards away, and SJU was able to get down to the three-yard line where on a fourth down play with the clock running, 
back is Phil Larson for the touchdown to tie the game with one second remaining. And that tied the game, and the extra point was good, which was definitely not a certainty given some snapping issues that Johnny's had had and the heavy snow that was coming down. But they executed perfectly when they had to, and the Johnnies take the MIAC championship 29-28. to Quite the game. Got a wrenching way for the Royals in their season, but a thrilling way for the Johnnies to head into the NC playoffs next Saturday. Yeah, what a finish today, and a lot of media coverage online of that football game today. And uh, for Bethel, uh, quite a season. question is, is it enough, the two losses to the Johnnies, to get into the postseason? Yeah, it's, we're, we're not optimistic. Um, it's, it's definitely a bummer that the two losses came to the same team, a top-five team, but with the situation in Division Three with only five at-large bids, we don't see a two-loss team getting in. But uh, definitely a great season for the Royals overall. Um, they were literally one second away from getting their bid into the playoffs, which St. John's likely would have gotten uh, at large had they not won this one. That's yeah. the way it goes. Yeah, just just an amazing season. And two really good football teams uh, early in the year. Uh, Bethel uh, gave St. John's all they wanted up at Clemens Stadium in Collegeville, and then today over in Arden Hills at uh, – at Bethel, uh, the Royals until the last second to hand the lead. Well, Tim, thanks for your help all season. Absolutely, Steve. Thank you. All right, there he is, uh, Tim Beasley, once again uh, with that game report. And what a back and forth. Bethel got off to the quick start. Looked like they were going to blow the Johnnies out, but they come back, get that touchdown late to win uh, the MIAC championship and the, the first year of divisional play in St. John's prevails and they will go into the postseason. Other scores we have, I uh, have not been able to track down a score on Carlton and McAllister. If anybody's got any info, uh, send us a text, 651-461-9226 on that one. Other scores from around the MIAC today. St. Olaf beat Augsburg 35-28. to uh, The Oles finish at 5-5, five and five, Augsburg 4-6. and six. Uh, We hope to get a game report on that one. I, I know our friend Don Stoner over at Augsburg, extremely busy. A lot of events going on over there. Uh, Hamlin beat St. Scholastic at 21-20. Uh, the Saints finish 0-8 uh, in uh, the MIAC this year. Hamlin finishes the year 4-6. and six. And it was Gustavus, a big win at Concordia. 39 to 7. Uh, the Golden Gusties go 9 and 2 this year with losses to St. John's and Bethel. Concordia finishes 4 and 7. Let's get over to the WIAC one more time. A lacrosse kept their postseason hopes alive. Typically, the WIAC will get their champion. That happens to be Whitewater. And the second place finisher into the tournament, lacrosse wins, beating Eau Claire. 44-20, and lacrosse gave Whitewater all they wanted uh, this season uh, during the regular year. Whitewater a big win over Stevens Point, 56-10. to River Falls beat Oshkosh today. How about River Falls this year? Uh, they beat Oshkosh, a perennial power, 28-21, finished a terrific season, and it is now over. Plantville beat Stout, 35-28, so all those games are finals. And... Well, we've got a moment. Let's uh, jump right back uh, to Jonathan Lowe and get an update on what's happening in the Big Ten. Uh, some big, big games right now in the Big Ten and in the top 25. 
But a uh, couple of ranked teams, Ohio State and Purdue, going at it at the shoe. Minnesota and Iowa down in Iowa City. Michigan State taking on Maryland. Those are the games in progress. Jonathan Lowe, give us an update on at least the Big Ten before the break. Thank you very much, Steve. And I'll tell you this, there's a lot of action going on right now as we get into the heart of November, the middle of November. We are closing in on all of those races as we get toward championship weekend. And that's why it's always a lovely mid-November, Saturday in the fall, y'all. College football here, there, and everywhere. And we have an instant update from Iowa City. The Gophers had a chance to get the lead. They had a 53-yard field goal blocked, and Iowa took over just on their side of midfield. They had a third and 10 rush for about up the seam for about 13 yards. And then on the next play, Alex Padilla on a wide receiver screen pass to Keegan Johnson. He had two Gophers around him, should have been tackled for about a two-yard loss, gets out of it, gets down the sideline for about a 23-24 yard touchdown. Iowa now leads 24-16 over the Gophers, the 20th ranked Hawkeyes, early in the fourth quarter. And Minnesota, again, controls their own destiny. If they win out, they go to the Big Ten championship game, but they have to beat Iowa today. They have to beat Indiana next week. They have to beat Wisconsin in two weeks. So right now, not a good look for the Gophers. Going on in Columbus, it's technically a shootout. Ohio State is definitely on top of Purdue. The fourth-ranked Buckeyes have really got their offense going today. C.J. Stroud, 291 passing yards, four touchdowns as the Buckeyes lead the 19th-ranked Boilermakers, 52-24. to Now, I, I slipped up last hour, talked about Michigan State and their loss last week. The reason Purdue is ranked is because they beat Michigan State last week. Duh. That's okay. The Michigan State Spartans, the seventh-ranked Spartans, have a chance to rebound from that loss. They are up at home over Maryland early third quarter, 27-14 the score. And Michigan State on Maryland's three looking to score and uh, build the lead again as we go through the third. Number six, Michigan. Earlier today, they went back and forth late against Penn State, get a late touchdown pass, and hold on for a 21-17 win, the sixth-ranked Wolverines are 9-1 and one the season. Penn State has now fallen to 6-4. and four. Number 18, Wisconsin. They stay in the Big Ten West race. They take, take it to Northwestern pretty badly and win in Madison 35-7. Rutgers, they keep winning. They get to 5-5. Five and five. They're even Steven on the year. They beat Indiana in Bloomington today 38-3. Real quick to the top 25 scoreboard. We'll run it down like this. Number one, Georgia. On the road in Knoxville, they're up 27 to 10 over the Tennessee Volunteers midway through the third quarter. Number 23, Texas San Antonio has taken it to a tie. It's level early fourth quarter with Southern Miss. The Roadrunners, 17. The Southern Miss Golden Eagles, 17. Number, and that's all for what's going on right now. Earlier today, number 17, Auburn had a big lead right before halftime against Mississippi State. Cough it up. Mississippi State scores 40 points in a row to eventually get a 43 to uh, 30, 34 win. Number 20, uh, number two, all, uh, let me recycle for a second. Number two, Alabama. They get to 9 to 1 on the season. They drub New Mexico State 59 to 3. Number 13, Baylor hands number 8, Oklahoma, their first loss of the season. The Bears win 27 14 in Waco. Number 24, Utah. They had a big tussle in Tucson against 1 and 8, Arizona. Eventually, the Utes come out with a win 38 to 29. Coming up later tonight, number 11, Texas A&M will take on number 15, Ole Miss. Number 25, Arkansas will be at LSU. Number 16, 
NC State will take on number 12, Wake Forest. Number 9, Notre Dame will be at Virginia. Number 10, Oklahoma State will host TCU. Number 22, San Diego State will be at home against Nevada. And number 3, Oregon will host Washington State. Earlier this week, number 21, Pittsburgh on Thursday night. They hosted North Carolina, had a back and forth late after getting an early lead. And Pitt wins it in overtime 30-23. to Number 5, Cincinnati went to Tampa last night. They get a win over 2-8 and South Florida. The Bearcats now 10-0 on the season, 45-28 the final. To FCS, we did have a score in the Pioneer League. St. Thomas goes on the road, wins in Des Moines over Drake, 21-14. They are now 5-3 and on the season. In the Missouri Valley, North Dakota, they hold on for a 14-7 win over Illinois State. It is Northern Iowa in Springfield with less than a minute to go down 30 to 34 to 27 to Missouri State. North Dakota State keeps on rolling rebounds from last week's loss to South Dakota State wins 49 to 17 and in the matchup of the day, the Sodak battle, it is South Dakota State. They were leading 20 to 17 with 8 seconds left had a fourth down play. They decided to run a play and throw it deep, threw it out of bounds with 1 second left. That one second was all the Coyotes needed. South Dakota comes through a 57-yard Hail Mary tip Mm. drill touchdown pass for a touchdown. Coyotes win 23-20 over the Jackrabbits, who take a stunning loss to their in-state rival. They'll still more than likely make the NCAA tournament, but that might be South Dakota's path into the NCAA tournament. And, And I believe with that loss... For South Dakota State, North Dakota State wraps up the Missouri Valley. All right, very good, Jonathan Lowe. Outstanding job back to the MIAC today. Final day of the regular season. Actually, it was championship Saturday. St. John's pulling out the win over Bethel, 29-28. St. Olaf was at Augsburg today in Minneapolis. Don Stoner joins us. Don, always good to visit with you. Thank you, sir. Um, Kind of a rough uh, finish to the season for the Augies. Um, losing by a score of 35-28 to 28 in the final game of the season for both St. Olaf and Oxford. St. Olaf finishing 5-5 five and five on the year and avenging an earlier loss to the Augies. Augsburg finishing 4-6 and six on the year. St. Olaf jumped out to a 28-7 to seven lead at halftime um, with uh, Theo Duran throwing two touchdown passes and Jordan Embry rushing for another one. They took advantage of a couple of uh, missed opportunities for Augsburg on punts where the snap went either over the punter head or out or uh, got fumbled and uh, St. Olaf was able to take over deep in Augsburg territory and score a couple of touchdowns. But Augsburg was able to come back in the in the uh, third and fourth quarters with three consecutive scores. Cade Sheehan throwing a nine-yard touchdown pass to Braden Treader. DJ Monroe rushing for his second touchdown of the day and Cade Sheehan again throwing a touchdown pass to Dominic Smith, a nine-yarder with 8-12 to go in the game. But St. Olaf was able to pull it out at the end. They ran off a 15-play, 71-yard drive that took 6 minutes and 44 seconds with Theo Duran throwing a 14-yard touchdown pass to Peyton Schott for the eventual game-winning score. Augsburg had a chance and was unable to uh, advance the ball, turning it over on downs. And uh, unfortunately, the Augsburg Augies took a, took a loss, 35-28. to Some stats in the game, Theo Duran for St. Olaf throwing 14 of 29 passes for 166 yards and three touchdowns. Cade Sheehan, 19 of 28 passing, 194 yards and two scores. And uh, Jordan Embry for St. Olaf rushing 33 times for 136 yards. 
All right, very good. Yeah, Don, always good to visit with you, and I know you're super busy. On to the winter sports season. On to the winter sports season right now. In the middle of a uh, women's hockey game going into the third period, Augsburg and St. Olaf tied 2-2 at Ed Saugestad Rink. No rest for Don Stoner. Take care, my friend. There he is. Don Stoner, once again from Augsburg, with uh, that report. St. Olaf getting the victory 35-28 in Minneapolis. Hamlin beat St. Scholastic at 21-20. St. John's beat Bethel 29-28. Gustavus rolls at Concordia 39-7. Still haven't seen a score on Carlton McAllister. Not, not sure what happened there. Still trying to track that down. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Pat Coleman, D3Football.com. What does the playoff picture look like? Who's in? Who's out? We'll get that from Pat in a moment here on News Talk. E3OWCCO. Johnny's complete the comeback to shock the Royals in Arden Hills. The big game in the MIC today. Bethel led it 14-0 after one, 21-8 at the half. But the Johnnies outscore the Royals 14-0 in the fourth and pull out the 29-28 victory. St. John's gets the automatic bid. Johnny's coming in number five. Did that knock the Royals out of the playoffs? Pat Coleman joins us from D3Football.com. And we've been speculating about this for weeks, Pat, but probably not good news for Bethel today. Well, it's not great news, but I'm here to say that, uh, you know, the reports of Bethel's demise might have been greatly exaggerated. I think they're not dead yet. A lot of good things uh, went down for Bethel today. Um, there were a lot of uh, upsets elsewhere. For example, Baldwin Wallace in Ohio lost. Ithaca in New York lost. Union in New York lost. Um, and all three of those were teams that were probably going to be in the mix ahead of Bethel. So those are definitely you know, benefits for Bethel. Um, you are going to be behind Wisconsin Lacrosse, which finished out uh, with the win against Eau Claire today. They are eight and two, but one of those losses is to one of the top ten teams in NCAA Division Two. Um, you got to watch out for Ithaca, which did lose today, um, but is eight and two with the second best strength of schedule in Division Three football. The best being St. John's, by the way. St. John's would have been in if they had lost today, and that's why everybody in Division Three was watching for the result of that game this afternoon. Yeah, and uh, we, we we know here in the Upper Midwest, St. John's MIAC champion, they're in UW Whitewater, WIAC champs, they're in, and we've talked about lacrosse for weeks, and, and they played Whitewater very tough, and they're head-to-head, so it would be a shock if lacrosse didn't make the tournament. So, as you alluded to, don't count out Bethel yet. Not yet. We'll find out a little bit after 4.30 Central Time tomorrow afternoon when that selection show airs on NCA.com. All right. What else did you see uh, around the country uh, uh, among the top teams? North Central of Illinois, Mary Harden Baylor, Whitewater Mountain Union, St. John's. Uh, they all held serve today, I would assume. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, North Central just laid it to North Park, and Mary Harden Baylor did the same to McMurray. It's this time of year, basically, where – you know, the teams that are headed to the playoffs are making big statements. So, like, North Central wins 84-6. Mary Harden-Baylor, 77-3. Uh, Wheaton of Illinois, 49-7. Central, 65-6 over Buena Vista. I mean, the teams that are headed to the playoffs are the ones that are putting up big points generally in Week 11. Trying to – I don't know. I don't know who they're trying to impress because they've already got an automatic bid, but uh, they're, uh, they're doing it anyway. 
Yeah, I, I want to bring up a, a team here that I think deserves a shout-out. UW Lacrosse had a really nice year this year. Uh, they, they get a win today over Oshkosh, a team that's in, in the playoff picture generally year in and year out, one of the top teams in the WIAC. But UW River Falls had a nice season. They sure did. I mean, they haven't won eight games since – I don't know. I, maybe since uh, De La Salle grad Adam Cowles was a quarterback, I don't even know, like 25, 30 years ago. Um, you know, 8-2 and two is a great year for them. I don't know that that gets them into the playoff picture because they have two conference losses, two D3 losses, but that is a great year for Matt Walker and his uh, Falcons there across the river. Yeah, for sure. So a tip of the cap there. We want to bring that up, even though they probably won't be playing in the postseason. Well, Pat, always good to visit with you. Once again, the website, d3football.com, uh, and uh, hopefully once the playoffs get started, we can chat. Sounds good. Thanks for having me on, Steve. All right, there he is, Pat Coleman, 531, here at News Talk, E3O-WCCO. And the, the one, Howard Sinker is, uh, from the Star Tribune, is – as reliable as it gets when it comes to Augsburg football. And uh, he uh, generally will keep us up to date. But McAllister leading Carlton in the snow, 35-34, going to the fourth with the book of knowledge to the winner. But I I haven't seen a report on a final. This, This is one of the great mysteries all day. I've sent emails. I've sent texts. Uh, I, I think I've got it now. Carlton beat McAllister 48-45. Carlton beats McAllister 48-45. Uh, finally, all finals in the MIC today. Uh, quick break, 532. We'll come back. D2 playoff picture. Matt Woodwicky will join us from D2football.com. All the teams that needed to win in the Northern Sun did. Augustana, Bemidji State, UMD. Who's in, who's out? We'll find out coming up. Then we'll talk Timberwolves. Timberwolves play their second straight in L.A. They blow out the Lakers last night at Staples. They get the Clippers. They're already 0-2. Uh, Clippers beat them back-to-back at Target Center in Minneapolis. Cal Soderquist before 6 here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. The regular season college football here in the upper Midwest, D2, D3. Uh, the teams in the Northern Sun that needed to win and keep their playoff hopes alive did win today. Augustana blew out Southwest Minnesota State 55-0. Bemidji State beat Mary 62-40 to in the snow. The, the video from Bemidji today is wild. And UMD beat Northern State 49-35. Matt Witwicky joins us from D2 Football dot com and uh, now it gets interesting uh who's in who's out in your opinion Matt, as we close out the regular season yeah i think the three teams uh that you mentioned you know bemidji augie and uh umd i I, i think they're all i think they're all in and then from there i think uh it's just a matter of how they look in the beauty contest yeah, and it, I, I talked to Jeff Filling, play-by-play guy for the Augustana Vikings earlier, and he he was optimistic in the thoughts at Augie where um, they, they got a shot at a home game. I'm not sure I'm ready to go there yet with okay. UMD. I think what's, what's going to happen is I think you're going to see that Bemidji may end up looking the best of those three teams that have kind of a triangular tie because they've beaten each other. Yeah. 
And then with that, I foresee maybe Bemidji end up being the third seed, getting a home game. Augie potentially being the fourth seed, getting a home game. And then I think Duluth may be the one going on the road. But it's really a matter of how the numbers kind of break down because this is very much a statistical thing with strength of schedule and computation, and there's just a lot of that going on for sure. Yeah, and uh, when you take a look back at the Northern Sun season, uh, Matt, you know, August stand of the good year, two stumbles, loss to Sioux Falls in the key to the city game, and then uh, the South loss up at UMD. Uh, Bemidji State, the fine year, UMD really rallied late in the year, playing great right now. But uh, Minnesota State, a step back this season. Yeah, yeah, they did. You know, I started off the year uh, thinking that they were really just kind of kind of, kind of uh, reloading, and it started to move uh, to rebuilding because of all the loss they had in, in turnover with bodies uh, from 19 to current when they went to the national championship game. And, uh, you know, that, that wrapped up today with a loss uh, at Winona State, uh, so they end up finishing 6-5, and five, which is, uh, you know, a pretty rough season for, for Maverick football. Matt Woodwicky joining us from D2Football.com. Matt, we'd love to visit with you again as we get into the playoffs. But uh, you, you're a busy man online. you got a podcast, the whole thing. Yeah, certainly. Uh, you know, for those who, who really want to follow what's going on at the D2 level, whether it's, you know, in the northern sun or, or, or kind of the entire D2 world as a whole, uh, we're on at 7 o'clock Central Time, and you can find us linked on our YouTube page for D2Football.com. Our, our Twitter handle, any of those, we'll, we'll go ahead and show you the show that we're going to be doing. And we'll be doing a reaction to the uh, to the, the pairings and everything that will come out, uh, you know, late afternoon tomorrow. And we'll probably be on the air about 90 minutes or so, and, and we'll talk about everything and make predictions and everything else. So uh, feel free to tune on in uh, if you're really interested in this level. All right. Very good. Thanks, Matt. Uh, visit with you down the road. Perfect. There he is, Matt, with Wiki and D2Football.com. Uh, so optimism for Augustana, Bemidji State, and UMD, and then, of course, St. John's. And Pat Coleman brought it up before the bottom of the hour. Don't count out Bethel yet. Um, things may have fallen their way on the final day of the regular season around Division Three for the Royals because their only two defeats are to St. John's. Very close losses in Collegeville early and then today in the snow in Arden Hills, so uh, maybe Bethel uh, does get to the playoffs, and that would certainly be good to have representation. Certainly UW-Whitewater in, and it looks like UW-Lacrosse will certainly get one of those five at-large bids. So uh, busy, busy day. Quick break. We'll come back, put a wrap on things. Jonathan Lowe, I think we're going to squeeze in a real quick Big Ten scoreboard. Cal Soderquist. We'll preview Timberwolves Clippers night number two in L.A. The Timberwolves break the six-game skid with a blowout victory over the L.A. Lakers. I know LeBron James didn't play, but they still had plenty of star power, and the Wolves played great, and they get a W. Uh, they haven't had a lot of wins this year, but they beat Giannis and the Bucks on the road early, and they beat the Lakers in L.A. last night. A couple of good wins for the Timberwolves so far this season. And we'll talk more about it here on News Talk. E3OWCCO. Championship Saturday, State Volleyball. Two champions crowned a moment ago. Sox Center beat Jackson County Central three sets to one. 
Sauk Center beats Jackson County Central to win 2A. Earlier in 1A, Mayor Lutheran swept Minnesota three sets to none. Still to come at the X in St. Paul, the 3A championship match. Number one, Marshall. Number two, Kaz in Manorville. Uh, they're a little behind schedule. Then in the nightcap, unbeaten. Number one, Wyzetta against number three, Eastridge. That was scheduled for seven. I'd count on more like 8 o'clock tonight. For that one in downtown St. Paul. The Wild on the road there in Seattle to play the Kraken. They got beat on Thursday night by the Vegas Golden Knights 3-2. Timberwolves break the losing streak. Blow out the Lakers on Friday night. And Alan Horton had the play-by-play. Cal Soderquist pregame, halftime, postgame. And Cal joins us now. And uh, Cal, hopefully you slept in today. <laughs> A little bit. My dogs don't normally uh, allow me to do that, but either way, it's it's easier to wake up with less sleep uh, after a performance like last night. Yeah, it had been a struggle for the Timberwolves. Some real clunkers along the way on that six-game skid. Forget about all of that. They played great blowing out the Lakers. Granted, LeBron didn't play, but there was still plenty of star power in that Laker lineup. Oh, certainly. I mean, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, both arguably will be Hall of Famers uh, when they retire and they were out there. Uh, I thought defensively the Wolves did a great job on Davis. He had 16 points at the half and then was held to just six over those final two quarters. Um, and Minnesota just imposing their will offensively, which we really had not seen either over the six-game skid, like you mentioned, or, or even earlier this season. The Wolves had kind of been hanging their hat on defense. But a 40-12 to 12 third quarter, you know, they led by 23 entering the fourth and even – we're able to hit the gas a little bit to begin the fourth quarter as well, and uh, it, it all just adds up to a, a really, really impressive performance that probably a lot of us maybe didn't necessarily see coming. <laughs> yeah, and uh, much, much needed for a Timberwolves team that was certainly reeling, and it's right back at it at Staples Center. Uh, they changed the look, they changed the floor, but uh, they don't have to go anywhere. But uh, nevertheless, tough back-to-back against the Clippers team that took two at Target Center earlier this season. Yeah, and it's kind of a theme in these upcoming matchups. Uh, The Clippers are red hot right now. They'll carry a a six-game winning streak into tonight's matchup. Um, Like you said, they had Minnesota's number about a week ago. And, you know, the Wolves have have not fared well on the second end of back-to-backs traditionally over the last couple seasons, but a lot of teams struggle with that. So we'll see. We'll see what Minnesota can kind of carry into, you know, all the things they did well in that second half last night. You'd love to see them build on a lot of that, you know, continue to uh, move the ball offensively, let your defense kind of spark your offense. And, uh, you know, they, they played L.A. close in each of those two losses here at the Target Center, but different execution issues down the stretch of, of both of those second halves were ultimately what did Minnesota in. All right, uh, Cal, what do you got coming up on the pregame show? Another late start. 9 o'clock pregame, Alan Horton takes over after 9.30 Central Standard Time. Yeah, we'll have an update from head coach Chris Finch, obviously. I'm sure uh, he'll have some things that he really likes from that second half and, and things to build on. Um, we'll also actually listen into a snippet of the newest podcast venture between the Timberwolves and Newstalk uh, Radio eight three zero WCCO Henry Lake's Life in the Pot uh, Life in the Pack podcast. Um, we listened into just a, a brief portion of a recent episode he had with that he and Latrell Sprewell. 
catching up and reminiscing on that 0304 season. So that'll that'll be a fun trip down memory lane. Yeah, and of course, Henry Lake, uh, weeknights uh, following Timberwolves games with the Colin Show. And uh, Henry has a night off tonight uh, on a Saturday night. And then a quick turnaround, Timberwolves return home, and they get uh, Phoenix at Target Center on, at home on Monday night. Yeah, and that's a team that also is, is red hot. They're second in the West only to that Warriors team the Wolves saw on Wednesday. Phoenix, uh, they've won seven straight, and they could easily – carry that winning streak into the target center on Monday. So uh, fans probably want to come out and see that one. Phoenix will be at Houston tomorrow night, but as we know, the Rockets uh, probably not going to pose too much trouble for the Suns. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, Cal, always good to visit with you. Uh, once again, Cal Soderquist gets our coverage started at 9 o'clock tonight. He'll have the halftime and the post game as well. Always good to visit with you. Thanks. Of course. Thanks, Steve. Talk to you soon. All right, there he is, Cal Soderquist. Alan Horton with all the play-by-play. Alan's terrific. Um, he, he, and the Timberwolves are so blessed. On the radio side, they got Cal and Alan. And then on the television side, they got a great crew. And uh, Dave Benz and Jim Peterson do an outstanding job. They are blessed. An outstanding uh, crew of broadcasters uh, calling Timberwolves games for sure. Uh, right now, we want to bring in a really good guy, and he loves doing the college football scores. Uh, time is very tight, but we want to bring in Jonathan Lochek, that Big Ten at the very least, and, and maybe he can squeeze in a top 25 score or two. Jonathan Lowe, what do you have? All right, Steve, it is time to buzz through everything that's going on on this Saturday in the fall. It is it is late, and it is dire for the Gophers. They just could not convert on a 4th and 17 deep in their own territory. Iowa takes over the ball, second and goal inside the two with two minutes to play. Minnesota only, only has one timeout left and down 24-22 to the Hawkeyes with, again, about two, under two minutes to go in Iowa City. In the fourth quarter, midway through Ohio State, number four in the country, they are leading number 19, Purdue 59-31, and driving once again. At the end of three, number seven, Michigan State, looking to get to nine and one. They lead Maryland 34-21. to Finals from earlier today, number six, Michigan. They win 21-17 over Penn State. Number 18, Wisconsin, a 35-7 winner over, over Northwestern. And Rutgers beats Indiana 38-3 to the top 25 scoreboard. Number one, Georgia now in control in the fourth quarter, up uh, 34-10 on Tennessee in Knoxville. Texas San Antonio comes back and wins, stays undefeated, now 10-0 on the season. The Roadrunners beat Southern Miss 27-17. Numbers uh, Earlier today, number 17, Auburn. They lose a 28-3 lead and fall to Mississippi State 43-34. Number two, Alabama. They win easily over New Mexico State 59-3. Number 13, Baylor hands number eight, Oklahoma. Their first loss of the season, 27-14 the final. Number 24, Utah defeats Arizona 38-29. Coming up in just minutes, Tex, uh, excuse me, number 11, Texas A&M at number 15, Ole Miss. Number 25, Arkansas, a little bit later against LSU. Number 16, NC State will be at number 12, Wake Forest. Number 9, Notre Dame will take on Virginia. Number 10, Oklahoma State will host TCU. Number 22, San Diego State will be at home against Nevada. Number 3, Oregon hosts Washington State. Number 5, Cincinnati on uh, Friday night, last night, defeated South Florida 45-28. to Number 21, Pittsburgh on Thursday defeated North Carolina 30-23 to the Pioneer League, where St. Thomas 
Thomas was a 21-14 winner over Drake in Des Moines to the Missouri Valley. South Dakota defeats South Dakota State 23-20. North Dakota over Illinois State 14-7. Northern Iowa loses to Missouri State 34-27. And North Dakota State defeats Youngstown State 49-17. Next week, South Dakota versus North Dakota State. If South Dakota wins, there actually will be a tie atop the Missouri Valley between a bunch of teams potentially. All right, we got to run. Thanks to Jonathan Lowe, Kerry Klatt. I'm Steve Thompson. We'll have the news. Timberwolves tonight at 9. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.